also our mobs group every year hosts a big consignment sale at our church. So we call it the ABC sale. The A big consignment sale? Yep. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> um and oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Crap, what was I gonna say? Dang it, I don't remember now. You interrupted me and no, I, I forgot. You yes, you talking. did. You weren't talking. You I was were swallowing talking. your food. I was talking. You stopped. There was a long pause. Check the tape. Check the tape. There was a long pause. There was not a long pause. There was a long pause. There was not a long pause. There was a long pause. Check the tape. Fine. Rewind it. Let's listen to it right now. Okay. I can do that right now. Do it. So I can eat more chocolate. Yep. There was a long pause. Because I was swallowing. Yep. I was still, I wasn't finished with my thought yet. You were, if I figured that, you know, since you were swallowing, you were done talking because really you can't loud. talk I'm and sorry. swallow at the same time. There was a long pause. I interjected a joke. It's not even a joke, really. It's an observation. The, a big consignment sale. Maybe if I start telling it again, I'll remember what I was going to say. But you Go. can't interrupt me. I never interrupt um, you. I wait for long pauses and then I interject uh, myself. You never interrupt me? Never. Check the tape. Never. Check the tape. What tape? Last week's episode. What tape? It's digital. <laughs> it's not on tape. Boom. Check last week's episode Check then. mate. Check last week's episode. I don't have time for that. <laughs> I never interrupt you. I wait for long pauses. That is a lie. And a lie is a sin. And you need to repent, sir. No. Yes. No. <laughs> repent from your lies. No. It's a joke. Anyways. So every year, our mops group hosts a big consignment sale at our church. Uh, and they call it a big no, we call it, sorry, we call it the ABC sale. The A Big Consignment sale? The ABC sale. Yeah, that's okay. what we say. Cool. Um, dang it. <laughs> so every year, our mops group hosts uh, a big consignment sale, and we call it the ABC sale. Um. Uh, we host it at our church, even though our mops group is made up of tons of different women from different churches. But And selling a bunch of stuff this year. That took a flipping long time to enter into the system. Anyways, um, so I'm excited. Hopefully we'll make some money. And... I'm working the sale, so I get first pick of things. Speaking of first pick, is there anything I should be on the lookout for at the consignment sale? Now you can talk because I asked you a question. Oh, okay. Um, probably one of those 
high chairs for Josie to sit in while she eats. Because the bumbo's not cutting it anymore. I don't know why it's called that. But it's just like a a seat with foamy material. Because she tries to scoot herself off the table. Yeah. Luckily, she hasn't fallen off the table yet. Yeah. Hopefully that won't ever happen, but, you know, you can dust off her head. That child. She'll be fine, hopefully. Hopefully she just won't hit any chairs on the way down. She's a little daredevil. Yeah, she is. I don't know if that's more of a girl thing or what. Like a little girl thing, I mean. Just a lot of the little girls that I've known are just like super outgoing and just get into everything. But yeah. So how was your day? It was good. It was good. It was a good day. Got stuff done. Stuff's happening. Productive. Preparation is occurring. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's been good. Been a good day. How about yours? Yeah, I mean, past couple days have been really busy just because I've been getting stuff ready for the sale. So, yeah. Cool. (laughs) Right. I can't tell if you're just... If the long pause means that I can talk or if it means that you've still got more to say. So try not to interrupt here. Still can't tell. Okay, now you're just being sarcastic and ridiculous. What? No, it was a long pause. Okay, cool. Um, Do you have anything you want to talk about? Um, anything interesting that you've been thinking about lately? Interesting. I mean, sort of, I guess. It's sort of been at the forefront of my mind lately, just with certain, a certain person who slanders people. Um... Just how, just how unfortunate and ironic it is that some who profess to hold to the doctrines of grace show none of that grace to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think we also have to be careful, though, right? We don't want to just accuse others. Like, I think, I think we have that tendency as well to a lesser degree. And so we have to be careful that like, we're not pointing out the, what is it? The speck in someone else's eye and we'll not, uh, not even noticing the log in our own eye. Um, just how, um, I mean, I I think I've said it multiple times before, but just like we should be working off of firsthand information. Um, especially if we're going to make judgments against people in general, I just know I was having a conversation with a guy. This isn't a judgment, though. This is like off of stuff that he's like that has come out of his mouth. Well, yeah, I'm not talking about that person in particular. I just mean I think I think there's a tendency in everyone to um, like put people in categories. And if 
that person's in a category that you don't like, then um, you can write off everything that that person says. Then they're of the devil. Well, I mean, I I don't even know if you have to go that far, but... He did. That's why I said it. Oh, okay. Well, gotcha. Um, Yeah, so this is super vague. What we're talking about is uh we've we've mentioned him before on the podcast but oh yeah because last week you unrecoed the website um we're talking about pulpit and pen they just enjoy um specifically jd hall yeah there you go um he just publicly likes to call people out for just things that he doesn't like now i mean at one time it was doctrinal issues but now it just seems like if he disagrees with you then He's going to write an article about you, and it just, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Um, anyways, I just didn't want to make it sound like we're tiptoeing around it. I, I don't mind naming him because he's a public figure, um, and I think he can take, you know, a few minutes on our dumb little podcast. I don't think it's going <laughs> to, I don't think it's going to do him any damage. Um, anyways, so that's what we're referring to. I'm just saying that, yes, although although that's the way that he operates, um, that we ought to be careful that we don't do the same thing to other people. So, for instance, I was actually talking with someone at work, um, or excuse me, someone at the church, so it wasn't someone on staff, but I was talking with someone at the church, and, and I respect this person. Um, he's a little younger in the faith, but that's fine. Like, he's super... Um, zealous I guess is the right word which is awesome like I love his passion for the Lord but he was telling me about this sermon that he heard recently that just like really messed him up and got him really encouraged you know like it was very convicting but it was really encouraging and I was like oh really who's it by and he's like well he's like my favorite pastor right now it's Stephen Furtick and I'm like oh oh huh I haven't heard very good things about him but then I noticed like I haven't actually listen to a Stephen Furtick sermon because that's one thing he pointed out he was like I've just seen the weird things that he's tweeted (laughs) okay okay but see like you shouldn't make a judgment just based on that you know and that's what I'm saying is like we shouldn't just jump to conclusions because we've seen some some weird things like we ought to take him at his word rather than just like at his a few tweets, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. Because actually this person I was talking to specifically said like, yeah, every once in a while he'll say some weird things. And like, if you take what he says out of context, it won't make much sense. But if you sit down and listen to his full sermons, they're really good. Now, I've heard from other secondhand information that they are not really good <laughs> in general. Um, so I, I'm sure when I go to listen to it, I might be a little biased, but still it, it made me like realize fluffy, not good or like, yeah, okay. yeah, it, like Olsteinish, like kind of, oh, like prosperity gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Mild or prosperity just gospel super, or like, watered down sugar coated kind of thing or just very me focused, Oh, gotcha. you know, not necessarily really preaching. So, anyways, that is all the second-hand information that I have. It's not source material, because I've never actually heard him preach. And that's what I'm saying. This conversation actually 
um, made me realize like I've formed an opinion on this guy based on secondhand information, mm-hmm. which is fine. Like it's good to, it's good to be warned of like false teachers, not necessarily putting Furtick in that camp because I don't know. I, I'm just saying like, it's, it's okay. I've never heard a sermon by Benny Hinn either, but I'm going to stay very far away from him because he is all about that prosperity gospel. Um, and that give me money, you know, like Creflo, the, the, the Creflo dollar, same deal. Like I'm never going to listen to him because I know he's, he's just out for money. Well, they're multi-million dollar houses speaker themselves. Yeah. Well, Furtick has and a their own multi-million like, dollar house also, but jets and stuff like that. Right. Right. So regardless, I'm not saying it's bad to, to be on, to be careful and like, and to heed other people's warnings. I'm just saying. I noticed I had formed a complete opinion on the person and I shouldn't have done that because he may still have some decent things to say. Like I shouldn't just automatically assume because I've heard some things about how his teaching isn't very good that automatically everything he says is bad. Does that make sense? Well, God can redeem. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying we should be careful that that tendency um, isn't the same with us. Because in the case of Mr. Hall, um, it very much is. <laughs> you know, if you said one thing out of line with his theology. If you couldn't hear my then, eye roll. <laughs> then everything that you've ever said and ever will say is of the devil. Um, so. I just. That's fun. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I was just listening to the dividing line and I certainly don't think that James White is perfect by any means because mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. Right. Um, and I do think that sometimes his reactions are very, um, can can be emotionally driven. And um, I think that he can say some things that he probably shouldn't. Um, but just in the in the heat of you know what he's talking about because mm-hmm. it's usually when he's talking about um people that are attacking him mm-hmm. um which is personal uh cuz they're personally attacking him <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but but when he talks about the people who do that he doesn't just he he doesn't just say that they said something he actually like lets you listen to them yeah it's like like don't he doesn't just make you like take him at his word like right he (laughs) he makes you listen to what this person said Mm mm-hmm and then he's like, now here's what's wrong with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so, yeah, I was, I don't even know if it was a newer episode or an, or an older episode. Um, I was sort of doing stuff and it was in the background. Um, but I guess J.D. Hall had attacked him yet again. Just, just good old Hall. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. and attacking 
other people, mo- mostly he was attacking Michael Brown and then attacking. Ah, um, uh, gotcha. Yeah, attacking James White for being friends with Michael Brown. Anyways, um, but just calling like a brother in Christ of the devil. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, I definitely don't agree with Michael Brown on a lot of things. Well, and neither does James White. Right. <laughs> But he's still my brother in Christ. Like it, it was just, it was just crazy to me that <laughs> what Hall was saying, like he he obviously hadn't even listened to what Michael Brown even said that he believes, because he was throwing all this stuff out out there, and then James White would play a clip of what Michael Brown has actually said. It's just like, why, why are you just slandering people? Like, I don't, I don't even know why you would do that. Like, it, it just makes you look like an idiot. Like, why, why not do your research? Well, and I mean, yeah, even more so than that. I mean, that's blatant unrepentant sin um i think that's the scary part oh yeah because he's he's a pastor right i mean that's that really sucks i i understand like you said no one's perfect okay i understand everyone's sins but i'm saying publicly blatantly it defending yourself about the sin that you are indulging in, if that makes sense. I'm not saying I'm sure anger is part of it as well. Not that anger is always a sin, but like if you're just blatantly slandering people, I mean, that's, yeah, it's unrepentant sin before God. Mm-hmm. That's something he's going to have to answer for. And so in that light, that's scary. And well, ah, I'd, Sorry, I'm trying not to go too dark. I just I feel bad for the people that are um that are under his under his spiritual authority in his church. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Again, not that anyone is perfect. I understand. Mm-hmm. Every pastor has sin that they deal with, but again, there's difference there's difference between fighting against sin and struggling with sin being humble in your fight against sin and being in open unrepentant sin. Yeah. And so that's, yeah, that's the scary part. But also like people are just following him. Yeah. Yeah. Following his example. Yeah. (sighs) Anyways. (sighs) Sorry to bring up that. that's fun. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I asked what you've been thinking about and that I, I totally... I had thought about that last week when he did that expose. If you know, um, if you have any idea who Calvinist Batman is, really cool guy. Yeah, he uh, has his awesome. own podcast, uh, reads a ton of books. Uh, I know it sounds like a joke, right? Calvinist Batman. I mean, it's really he and he's explained on multiple different podcasts. Cause well, it he's, started off as just a Twitter handle, right? I don't know. I, I don't know so. if. I, I don't know, but he, he eventually started his own podcast. But basically, he's a guy who um, 
came from a more uh, like charismatic type church and then started mm-hmm. studying theology and became a Calvinist. And so he wanted to like under the guise, he wanted to be anonymous online because the church that he was going to was still um, like, he was still working through him and his family were working through like Calvinism and versus, um, you know, Arminianism or the whole charismatic kind of teaching and then he ended up going to uh he ended up attending a different church like he like he tried his best he was pretty involved in that church also um anyways i guess i don't have to go into all this detail i apologize he is just a really cool guy a really stand up guy the reason he had a reason for being anonymous and it was just like it kind of just became a joke like again calvinist batman it sounds ridiculous like he wasn't trying to be serious mm mm-hmm. mhm um he just liked batman and so that was the persona that he took on yeah um for his podcast and he doesn't he doesn't he's not trying to be intimidating or anything like he's a he's a very likable guy um so anyway super cool guy um, that if you actually take the time to listen to yeah you would know that really humble dude he's been to conferences and like done live podcast tapings so like He's not trying to hide. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to keep his internet presence anonymous. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Pullman Penn wrote an article. They found out who he was and they posted like pictures from his social media. And basically the whole article was talking about how um, he's a man child because he has to hide, bers- uh, hide behind the persona of Batman. And like, I got just furious when I read it. I'm just like, but like basically, it just made the writers look like he, the the writer. Well, I mean, he was it's like all making just fun being, of his weight, yeah, and just like just being downright awful yeah. and slanderous, yeah. and for no reason. He didn't mention. Well, I skimmed the article. I didn't even read the article, but I skimmed it, and he didn't mention any of his theology. He only mentioned how. Uh, how he's he's a child for hiding behind a persona and it's like if you knew anything about this guy and and calvinist batman took it like a man and he actually like posted the article on his twitter and he's like oh guess i've been found out Uh, again super humble um and he what did he say i lost my train of thought there anyways he took the high road and was just like, yeah, this is, this is who I am. Um, you know, if you knew me, if you knew my sin, you'd probably think I'm even worse than the way that you described me in your article. I'm just like, dang, that's, that's like an intense response. Like I probably would not have responded Mm -hmm. that way. Um, so Anyways, I bring that up. So, the, I mean, yeah, that that I'd been thinking about that for a while as well, and that's when I I realized that's when I had that conversation with a guy at work, and um, and that's when I realized like, oh, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be making assumptions about people mm-hmm. without actually hearing them out. Yeah, because obviously that's what he does. So, anyways, we don't have to dwell on that whole. <laughs> dumpster fire of a website um any longer unless there's anything in particular you wanted to add i think we can move on 
No, but there was something else. Uh, I listened to the, I don't know if you listened to it, the newest episode of uh, The Mortification of Spin. I have not listened to it. Okay. It was it was a very interesting topic. So apparently in Houston, there is a, a man running for governor this year. Or, or I don't know if it's this year. What the election coming up? Um, mm-hmm. And he is an elder at a PCA church. Okay. But in his um, what is that called? When you're running for platform? Sorry, there you go. Platform. Um. He is pro-gay marriage and um, uh, pro-abortion, like no limitations on abortion. Wow. Yeah. Um, like super, super, super liberal. And so their their question was like, do you exercise church discipline over church leaders um, who hold views like that, basically? Uh why wouldn't you? Yeah, that was I'm, kind of my I mean they they said yes, like obviously he should be he should not be an elder of that church. Obviously mm-hmm. there's probably something messed up about that church that he's even an elder in the first place, but um but yeah, I mean my thought was yeah, I mean he definitely should not be an elder of a church who professes that God is their creator and Jesus is their savior because everyone's made in God's image. Mm -hmm. And if you're for abortion, then you're for murdering image bearers. Yeah. Yeah. So the only, I'm, I'm trying to devise a scenario in my head to, kind of like think of the other side right now. So what I'm thinking is like, I get it if like maybe he believes that, maybe he believes that, like he believes that abortion is wrong. He believes that um, homosexuality is wrong. The Bible teaches that homosexuality is wrong. Maybe he believes that, but at the same time, he believes that the government shouldn't mandate those things. I would I would understand that but I th- I would think if you're that passionate about those or that indifferent excuse me if you are passionate enough to enter into politics then I'd assume that you actually believe what your platform is right if that makes sense so like if someone so so I'll put it this way I don't necessarily think that a church should perform church discipline on someone 
who has those views, those political views of the government shouldn't tell people whether or not to have an abortion or they just shouldn't be involved, shouldn't be involved at all in abortion or gay marriage. Like that shouldn't even be a government thing at all. I, well, I, don't, I mean, yeah, as a liber as a libertarian, I don't think that the government should be funding. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Well, no, not funding, but okay. So that's in the positive sense. I'm saying like the government has no say at all in in either of those. So I don't agree with that. I, you know, my personal stance. I believe that for the protection of the citizens of the country that the government definitely should say that should outlaw abortion. Yes. Yes. It should be criminalized for sure. In terms of, in terms of gay marriage, uh, so-called gay marriage, I, man, I don't even know why the government needs to know about your marriage situation at all. Like why they should be involved. Anyways, I haven't thought that through all the way, but I'm yeah, it just seems like a mess anyway. So those are my personal views. I'm just saying I don't think that people should um, be disciplined. Like the church's elders should perform church discipline on someone who holds those views that the government themselves shouldn't be involved in those areas. Does that make sense? Okay. The thing is, yeah, if someone is running for a a political... um, Gosh, I words are so hard right now. Um, I'm, I'm kind of confused by that statement, though. Okay. Like, if if they don't think that abortion should even be criminalized, then what does that say about their pro life stance? Like, I'm I'm not sure where that. Well, right. I'm, I'm saying go. I'm saying if someone is not pro life, I don't necessarily think that the church should discipline them for not being pro life. If they're an elder? No, I'm saying a person. Oh, just a church member. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Just a church member. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is, yeah. So, right, there's the whole eldership argument. That's a whole other thing. Um, But before we get to that, now I'm taking it a step further and saying, well, if they're running for office. Well, what if it's a church member that is like, like has a blog online and is just mm-hmm. like really um uh, active online and doing what and advocating for abortion? Yes. Okay. See, that's where I that's where I would draw the line. If they're actively encouraging people, then yes, I I think that is something that needs to be um, brought up with your spiritual authority, like the spiritual authority in your life should speak into your life about that. Yes. And so that's, that's why I would say someone running for office and that's part of their platform. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just can't think of a scenario where that would be okay. If that makes sense. Right. Um, and then on top of that, like you said, being an elder, <laughs> um, you know the, the one of the one of the requirements for an elder is to be um like basically have a good reputation among mm-hmm. the people not even just your congregation but um in your city have a good reputation and if your reputation is that 
is these things right are these things that are against what god says in the bible you don't have a good christian reputation right um so i think that disqualifies him from being an elder completely um and yes i think yeah i think there should be church discipline as well but that's my two cents and that's how i got there so that's fun yeah, it was a really interesting episode. Has never I've never thought about anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just I assume that if you profess to believe in the God of the Bible that you take his view of humanity and are against murdering humans. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, there there are arguments that can be made that are completely unconvincing to me, but um Yeah. I've I haven't been put in that situation, so it's hard for me to even understand. But um yeah. I don't know where I'm going with that, <laughs> except to say that I agree. I agree. Um, and of course, there's there's redemption and there's, um, you know, no sin is too great to kick you out of the kingdom, right? Right. So, so we're not talking about condemning anyone who's made uh, a bad decision like that. Um, but... Well, we would I mean, not encourage just a bad decision, but committed the sin of murdering your child. Yeah, yeah, but that's not outside of redemption. No, I just don't want to sugarcoat, sugarcoat it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, it's something to repent of and to be healed from to a certain extent. So. Man, oh man, heavy topics. But speaking of politics... What? How about that Russia, right? Those crazy Russians drinking their vodka. No, actually, I don't know what they're doing. Sorry, that was stereotypical. <laughs> actually, I don't mind being stereotypical. I'm just saying what sorry if you're offended. Russians? <laughs> um, okay, so have you... I guess you haven't been listening to the briefing following... News. So Al Mohler has his briefing no, podcast, right, yeah. his daily news. Is it about the Olympics or something? No, actually, it's about um, Russian interference in the um, in the <laughs> election in the American election. So my understanding, Is that I a haven't. Thing? Yes, yes. So I haven't looked into it. So some of this is just speculation. So I apologize if I get my facts incorrect and you can uh tweet at us or email us or whatever um <laughs> if if you're just like dude you're you're wrong you're just wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong, wrong. You're, you're, wrong. Wrong. you're wrong yeah you can do that if you want to um but anyway so you know there's been these rumors uh the 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 left has accused the right 
of of oh, having is this the whole, Russian like, interference. That's and, why Trump won because of right. Russian. Inter- mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and then the investigation showed that they might have been. It might have gone the other way, and Russia was actually trying to get um, Hillary elected. And so it's it's been like both sides have just been like. <laughs> The Russians, they're infiltrating America and they're Let's making us vote for other people. Russia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh um, so before I totally dive into this, I have to say I am not much of a conspiracy theorist, okay? Um, now, I understand that the heart of man is evil, that we're fallen people, and so we our bent is towards sin. So I get that when you get tons of people together, more than likely those tons of people are going to sin together. And devise up new strategies to sin. So I understand, um, you know, there may be more going on under the surface than what normally meets the eye. I get that. I just don't think there's like a grand conspiracy, you know, like the world leaders, Illuminati, <laughs> 9-11 was an inside job, the earth is flat stuff to where, you know, like the world's elite have all banded together and are all um, in control of everything that happened. You know, like that stuff, I am completely unconvinced. I think actually people are too flawed to do that. I mean, you see that at the Tower of Babylon, right? When people got together to to do something, God was like, Psh, uh, no, you're not going to do that. And, and totally messed up their plans. And I don't think... I don't, I mean, like the whole premise is that you get what, like 10 super rich and powerful people in a room and then they decide to pool their wealth and power together. Like that's completely Mm, the opposite of who those people would, like that doesn't make (laughs) any sense at all. Anyways. Okay. So that's all I'm saying. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Um, although I may have some tendencies of towards being cynical at certain things. So the way that this relates to this whole Russia situation is like, I just kind of rolled my eyes whenever anyone brought it up. Cause I'm just like, are you serious? Like Russians have infiltrated America and they're like changing votes and crap. Like, <laughs> shut up. Like that's whatever. <laughs> like either you're just a sore loser or you're running your mouth because you're the president of the United States. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, so the investigation that the government has done on Russian interference has been released to the public. So you can take a look at their investigation. Again, this is my understanding. I could be totally wrong. What yeah. they have found is that what Russia did is that they they had their operatives. It was all an online social media presence. So it was Russians posing as Americans and or American news companies that would post things on social media that would go viral because they were so far to either both and the left or the right. So like basically like a lot of attack ads or um, or propaganda and they were doing it on both sides of the aisle so just that, to mess with people not to mess with people but so that america basically would be polarized so america would crumble from within scary part is that because of twitter well because of facebook 
uh, I know Facebook was like the primary, uh, the primary way that they did this. And, really? Yeah. Like through like articles or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And fake, okay. again, fake uh, news services. So I've seen this. I've seen people share things that I'm just like, um, what is the source on that? Yeah. Like, like I, just last week I saw a meme. It had no source, but it was talking about, like it had a picture of a crying teenage girl and how um, Hillary had silenced her, um, you know, because Bill had done something to her, some, something like that, you know, and absolutely no documentation, no sources. It was a meme, mm-hmm. you know. It's stuff like that that has been shared by what appear to be legitimate American news sources, but they're not. Um, and these things pop up all over the place. I don't know. I've seen I've seen tons of them, you know, conservative review national America.com, you know, just like garbage like that. I honestly Obviously. don't pay attention to any political articles okay. on Facebook or <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, my understanding is this is how they decided to attack America was by polarizing its people via social media. And I didn't vote for Trump or Hillary. So. Well, right. Neither did I, <laughs> but the scary thing to me is that, it seems to have worked because it lo- you jump on Facebook. I was just talking about with a friend this weekend about how um, how he hates getting on Facebook because everything is so polarizing, mm. right? Because people say things that they wouldn't say to your face. They just want to scream from the mountaintops their point of view. Yeah. And it's true. Uh, so the scary thing when I heard about, you know, this investigation and what the Russians have been doing is that to a certain extent it's worked. I mean, like whether, whether claims are true or not, there's lots of people that you jump on the internet. There's tons of people who hate Trump who think every single thing that he does is the worst thing in the world. Uh, who are so outraged. this was like a planned out scheme. It yep. wasn't just like some stupid game they were playing. No, yeah, th- it was government, Russian government operatives. Dang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see like I don't know, some stupid like twenty-something year olds in their mom's basement being like, Haha, "I'm gonna make people act all crazy by." thinking this is real yeah yeah nope this was this was an attack on the people of america anyways i just thought it was really interesting um i mean there are a few there are a few takeaways right one is keep a level head like don't go to either extreme stop it and to check your sources like, I guess on. maybe I'm just like that, not that engulfed in social media that I just haven't really noticed it. Like, I guess, has it, has it worked? Like, I don't know. Well, I'm saying that there are just lots of polarizing opinions and the way that people treat each other on social media is the way that, that it seems like was the intended um, outcome from this operation. Well, but I don't think that, they're the ones that 
cause people to do that. I think it's just sort of comes natural when you're behind a computer screen instead of face to face with someone that you're not going to be as personable. You know, you're not, you're not going to be as afraid to say something because you're not face to face with that person. Like it's just sort of natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying that like they were feeding off of that tendency. And so the scary thing is that that tendency is real. Yeah. That's what I mean. Right. I don't think every bit of animosity in social media was caused by Russian people. Okay. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it, the scary thing is that it's true. Like that, that is an effective form of attack. Does that make sense? And I think it's true. I mean, you ju- you get on social media in America. I think Americans are more polarized now more than ever. Yeah, for sure. Like whether or not whether or not that's because of the Russians. That I'm not saying it's because but of the it's Russians. It's definitely because I'm of just social saying media. like it. Right, exactly. And so so that's what I found was kind of eye opening is like this type of attack is effective. And and it tells me like to guard myself as well, that when I see that polarizing yeah. opinion on either side, like, you know, keep a level head. Um, hopefully you can actually talk to that person or just let it, you know, let it roll off and just forget about I it. I mean, I've even thought about like, you know, you know how there's like, a day for everything now like there's there's Mm -hmm. a day yeah like national donut day waffle day pie day like dog day well that's march 14th whatever like (laughs) it's 3.14 anyways pie day um i've thought about say hi to your neighbor three doors just because it's so People do just believe what they read on the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've thought about just like, I don't know, posting as my status, like happy blah, blah, blah day. Like just make something up and just see if people buy it just because people probably would. I haven't done that, but I've thought about it. But because people just believe what they see on the internet. Yeah. Which is what the Russians were counting on. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. You just make it look legitimate. And people would believe it because, okay. And that's, so have you ever heard of the um, term confirmation bias? I have heard of that. Yes. So basically it's like. Sounds familiar anyways. If you already believe something, you are much more likely to believe any piece of evidence that would agree with that. Even if the evidence is dubious. Mm. Does that make sense? So you already have a bias towards confirming this piece of evidence because you already assume its conclusion. Right. And so I think like that's that's exactly what it is. Like you already hate Hillary, so anything that you see that's bashing her and you're like, oh yeah, that has to be true because she's a horrible human being. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing with Trump. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, so th- those are the types of things that I think, you know, this operation was counting on and yeah just be careful out there man as you live your life um yeah just be mindful of the effects of that these things have and take a break take a break 
take a break from the screen. Break me off a piece of that football cream. Spend some time with your family. Fancy feast. Go get in touch with nature. Chrysler Whatever car. that means. Nailed it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh, so, politics. That's a lot of fun information. Yeah. Um, it's pretty late. Already. Cool. All right. So that has been a nice melting pot of different com- confirmations. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. Conversations. Conversations. Um, Yeah, we had a topic and we just threw it out because we just had so much other things, so many other things to talk about. Words are hard. We have time to cover that topic. Not tonight. I'm not saying tonight, but next week. Yeah, technically we have 40 days to cover it. Uh, So dun, dun, dun. Uh So, if you want to reach out, you can do so or on Twitter. Our handle is at so underscore talk to me, or you can email us at so talk to me podcast at gmail.com. Before we go, we do just want to uh, send a few recommendations your way, things to check out over the next week. Um, I'll start off. Uh, there is, I watch a lot of YouTube, um, there are a bunch of fun shows. And there is a YouTube uh, channel that I watch um, inconsistently, but I watched one of their videos and I was like, dang, this is really good. And um, it is called The Bible Project. And what they do is they basically just make animations talking about, they kind of explaining different sections of the Bible or different terms in the Bible. They just did a, um, like a six part, uh, six different videos on some of the key words in the Shema, you know, what, um, Mm, what mm -hmm. the Hebrew people would say, like, uh, it's in Deuteronomy, hero, Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. Um, it's something that they say like literally every day, I think twice a day, something like that. Like it is there. Like, um, gosh, I don't have the words, but it is their like, um, confession of who Mm -hmm. God is and who they are as God's people. So it was burned into the mind of every Israelite. Um, and, and they, yeah, they have these videos on each of the key terms. The last term was strength and it was really cool. So check that out. The Bible project on YouTube. They've got some really cool information and animations yeah do you have any recos oh it's animated yes yes they're all animation did i not say that earlier maybe you didn't i don't know they're all uh, illustration animation yeah animations that that like show they help visualize the concepts that they're explaining that's cool yeah it's really cool actually i've seen a couple and i was like oh yeah this is pretty cool and then i watched this new (laughs) one i'm like dang that I would not have understood that otherwise because it's it, they're literally like talking about a um, a Hebrew term, a Hebrew word. I don't speak Hebrew. <laughs> um, and the, the word in particular is translated strength in most English uh, translations, but that's not necessarily what it means. The more proper, like it is literally the only time that that word is translated strength in the entire Bible. Other Everywhere else, it's it's a term that means like very or much, 
So, so like a more little literal translation that they um, talk about in the video is muchness, like with all of your love, the Lord, your God, with all of your muchness. Hmm. I know that doesn't make much sense. Watch the video and it'll make sense. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. That Got cool. any recos? Um, I don't, I can't think of anything. Okay. While you're thinking, I've got one more. I think I've recommended it before. But if you are interested in video games, there's a podcast for you called The Reformed Gamers. Christian dudes taking a look at video games and the implications of the Christian life on video games and and some of the themes of video games that are good um, for Christians. No, super cool podcast. I'm friends with the dude who started it all. Um, or the dudes, I guess the 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 guy who's who's remained uh, co-host from the very beginning, Logan. Shout out, um, <laughs> and his wife Camilla. You guys are awesome. <laughs> um, so I was on the last episode. Actually, he invited me on, and we talked about Dark Souls, and it was awesome. So check them out. You Our know? children were on the podcast too. They were on the podcast. We tried to get Ollie to talk, and. He was just way too into his cookie. Like he had a, a big old grin on his face and I asked him to talk and he was just like smiling, looked at his cookie and like held it up to me. And I'm just like, dude, you're the cutest thing. <laughs> I guess you don't have to talk. But um, yeah, no, we had a great time. I think it was a really good conversation. I dig video games and we talked about Dark Souls. I've kind of mentioned how, how much fun I've been having with Dark Souls. Um, so yeah, check it out. The reform gamers will throw a link in the description. It's good stuff. So I did think of a reco. All right. Um, let's do this all day long while I was like cleaning stuff and pinning clothes on hangers and just getting all of our stuff ready for the sale. I was listening to, uh, five minutes in church history. Oh yeah. That podcast. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. It's the uh, um, Cranberries song. Yep, Dreams. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yep. It's funny. I was was going to mention that actually because- Oh, sorry. (laughs) How did you know it was the Cranberries? Did you look it up? No, because after their singer died a couple weeks ago, that song was played a lot. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm not that engrossed in social media, obviously. (laughs) Yeah, like two or three weeks ago, she died. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. They did not release any more details than that, and so I assume it was like probably drugs and alcohol. That's so sad. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to it today. Just every time the music comes on like i just get that song stuck in my head yep. and i'm just like why are they using this yeah. <laughs> this song for this podcast it makes no sense well you know dreams five minutes in church history right <laughs> cranberries come on yeah <laughs> i'm just no like, correlation who picked out this intro music like i don't know uh, anyways i thought i think it's I I chuckle to myself every time. Bit of a chortle. <laughs> yeah. 
So five minutes in church history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's really just your recommendation. Podcast, um, really good podcast. Sweet. Yep. Who, Stephen Nichols. Nichols. There you go. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Lawson, but it's not Lawson. No. Stephen Nichols. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah. I just, I just have that song playing in my head now. All right. Any uh, remaining thoughts? No. I just have cranberries stuck in my head now. Yeah, apparently. Good. I was just going to keep humming and you could close us out or something, but never mind. I didn't want to interrupt you. I was waiting for a pause. Well, I'm done. You just interrupted me. I'm done. All right. Well, till next time, guys. Um, Do what you do. Go. Chill. Take a break. Wait, did we say go so talk to me in this episode? What? No. Are we not saying it anymore? No, we forgot it again. (gasps) Oh, man. (sighs) We're the worst. Are we? The worst? Yes. Are we the worst? But y'all should go talk to people. Yeah, y'all. We obviously did talk to each other. We did. We just didn't say so so talk to me. I probably should have. That would have helped. It would have helped. For sure. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Stupid ads. (laughs) Dumb ads. Dumb ads. I like that. Don't say that in front of Ollie. (laughs) All right, guys. (laughs) Bye. Really? Really?